Liberate, the podcast where we explore what it means to live a life of deep liberation and unbridled pleasure in love, life, and business. My name's Lauren Becker. Nothing is off limits here. Get ready to come alive in full-bodied, wildly enriching, soul-aligned possibility. This is your permission to liberate. Welcome to Liberate. We are here. We have landed. I am so excited to be doing this podcast. It has been a very long time in the making. (laughs) Oh, I'm so excited and I'm so thrilled that you are here joining me as well. It really excites me to be having this conversation and expressing myself out in the world like this. For me, the richness of conversations allow places within my awareness, places within my body, places within my whole existence to not only activate, but to open and be explored. And I really invite you as you listen to this podcast and also furthermore to follow, I really invite you to allow yourself to be open to the possibility, allow yourself to be curious around what might arise and reveal itself as you listen and just open yourself to the potential of what is here? What is here for me? (laughs) So today I want to, in this first podcast, I want to start off by sharing a little bit about myself and my own journey. And I also want to share three incredibly important, three of my biggest teachings, I would say, three of my biggest teachings. So throughout my life, I have always had this profound ability to to hear people's most intimate secrets. (laughs) And I never realized that that's actually what I was doing, but it allowed me over my years to really come to hear where people are at, what people are struggling with, what their deepest, deepest hearts yearnings were, what their soul truly longs for in this life. And one of the, one of the things that I experienced throughout this was that I believe we all long for the same thing. Our yearnings take us and lead us to the same, the same place, the same place. And it was something that I experienced on my personal journey as well. I remember being a little girl and <laughs> I remember being a little girl and having these dreams, these dreams of the bigness and the lights and the fullness and the aliveness and the joy and the euphoria that, that I felt was possible that I absolutely felt was possible. I felt like my whole entire world was filled with absolute possibility. 
And it was more of a question of, oh my gosh, what do I want to do? What, what is this for me? Gosh, everything is possible. If everything is possible, what? What is it? What excites me? What enlivens me? What do I want to do? There was no fear in my body at all, just a profound amount of thrill and enticement and anticipation for what that could be. And I just always knew that there was more to experience, more to do, more to feel, more to actually really allow myself to be in in this life. The absolute endless, limitless potential of what's available in life just brought me the most... Hmm, the most wonderment and aliveness and absolute vitality that I could have ever or never even known was available to me. And I remember growing up and getting to the end of high school. And by this stage, I had fallen into the box of society, of what I should do, of, you know, the, the, I guess the regular story. And I still had that deep knowing in my body that there was always more. There was always more always more. And I remember one time doing a job that I, it was soul destroying. It was absolutely soul destroying. And I remember speaking to someone one day and saying to them, I'm going to quit. I can't do it anymore. I actually physically can't, like it's physically hurting me. And I was in tears and it was so excruciatingly painful to my soul And I remember them saying back to me, darling, don't you think you should get another job before you quit? And I just remember thinking, what has happened? Does no one else feel like this? Does no one else have this? Why is everyone else walking around as if it's okay to to feel this way? Why? And it simply was so confusing to me. It was so confusing to me. This absolute shutdown of of what I knew to be true. And so this then continued, you know, this pattern of, um, I guess this pattern of trying to fit in trying to belong, trying to succeed in this way that we're all approved of and, you know, that this is, this is only how life gets to be. This is life and that's it and this is only how it gets to be. No more. And uh, if you do more, then you will be shunned or you will be ridiculed or humiliated or essentially you will be unloved like people will take their love away from you. You will be rejected. You will be, you know, all of these things, right? And and I remember getting to a stage, so there were two essentially main, main turning points in my life. There were, <laughs> there's always a lot more, right? But um, there were two main turning points that really, catapulted me into a greater awareness. And there's always this in people's lives, right? When we stop listening to what 
the divine is actually sharing with us and and our intended path and our truth of the truth of how we we should be living and i say should because it's the it's the truth of our our soul it's the truth of us when we stop walking that path and walking in alignment with that the world will bring us ways to reorient us onto that path always without a doubt and i remember for me the first time this came to my attention was <laughs> i just come back from overseas where i felt completely and entirely liberated i was in the absolute wild intoxication of getting lost in the middle of a foreign country and finding myself <laughs> And the absolute thrill that that brought me, I remember I would I would catch the tube to random places um, or catch a bus to random places and get off and not know where I was. And, and um, just walk and discover and allow myself to be pleasantly surprised by what I found, I had no idea where it was, where I was, but there was something incredibly pleasing to me, incredibly satisfying to my soul and my heart about the thrill of the surprises of the beauty that was around me the moments of witnessing other people that I would pass on the street and listening to their conversations and seeing the, the, the difference of the, the trees compared to back home and, you know, the cobblestone streets and every single thing was so pleasantly surprising. And Looking back now, I can see that the only way in which this was pleasantly surprising for me, that this had the capacity to actually penetrate my body and my heart and soul in the way that it did and fill me to the brim in the way that it did, was my faith my deep desire for more and my faith in knowing that there was more coupled with my curiosity. So when we, when we approach different situations and this I've experienced applies throughout all of life, when we approach a situation from a place of pure desire, of deep faith in knowing that we're always okay, that there is something here for us, that we, we would not be here if there was not, and that there is actually something bigger at hand guiding us, leading us, looking after us and leading us to a place that we are yet to know of ourselves but that it knows what we want is waiting. And the curiosity... The curiosity of what is this? What are this what what do these look like? What does this sound like? What does this feel like? What's this experience? What's the experience of this thing? And those pieces not only brought me the most satisfaction when I was traveling overseas. But I remember feeling so liberated, 
so free within myself to completely go wild and explore everything, everything that this life had to offer, to explore everything. And this is what I've realized, what I truly believe we're all here for, is the exploration and the experience, right? I, we've come into these physical bodies with senses. We have the, the ability to be tuned into our instinctual self, which allows us to pick up stuff and know stuff without actually really knowing how we know it. But also this physical body has senses. And with these senses, we're able to experience everything in life, every single thing. And the more I have inhabited my body, the more I'm in my body, the more I be in the experience of my physical body, the more that actually awakens every single cell in my body to be in its own unique experience of every single thing coming into my world, simultaneously in the experience of every other cell at the same time experiencing all of that. And it, it's so much larger than, than I feel that words could ever encapsulate. And so I remember ter- returning from, from overseas and the first, uh, the first time I kind of got hit by a bus essentially, um, and I say hit by a bus because that's essentially what happens when we don't listen to to the things that we're, um, to our heart, when we don't listen to our heart, when we don't live our, our, our truth, you know, I, I put myself in this box and it was soul destroying. It was, I shut every single thing down. And I remember I made myself sick. I'd shut every single thing down so much that I'd made myself physically ill and this resulted in a loss of job. This resulted in a loss of family members, loss of friends, loss of uh, income. Like all of it essentially was stripped from me. My capabilities to actually function physically. I remember, you know, there were times where I literally, you know, had to, uh, I needed to physically be supported um, with like daily daily duties. Um, and, and so this is what happens when we, when we don't allow the fullness of life to pour through our body. When we don't allow that, we're essentially on track to death. We're more on track to dying than we are to living. And this is when it starts to manifest physically. So firstly, we begin to feel it. Then we begin to notice what's coming in in our external world. And after a while, physically, this is what happens. And, you know, this either results in a deterioration of health. Uh, and this is what I've experienced over 15 years of working with the human body and like thousands of people with illnesses, with uh, physical manifestations, with, with um, disease, all of it, with pain. It is a blocking of our life force energy feeding, feeding these parts of our body as greatly as it could. And 
And uh, so that was my first, my first experience. And I remember my second experience was uh, in relation to a relationship. And, uh, I, you know, I, I feel like a lot of us have had our own version of, of these and, you know, this, my, you know, the relationship piece really brought forward to me how much I was living a lie, how much I'd convinced myself that I was living my truth, my true self, my truest heart's desires. And, um, I wasn't. You know, I, he was absolutely an incredible um, human being, ticked all of the boxes, and yet there was still this misalignment that was happening. And uh, this one was a really, this one really showed me how addicted to my uh identity I'd become. And so throughout this whole entire journey of mine, and I'm sure I'll share more over the podcast, but throughout this whole entire journey of mine, I really came to witness my deepest, deepest truths because this was all a result. This was all a result of the truths that I'm going to share with you. My yearnings, my deep inner knowings and not living that. <laughs> and, and I believe that this is where a lot of us, I believe that this is what a lot of us are, are truly on this planet for. I believe that this is truly what we're here to experience. The absolute epitome of these three absolute truths. So the first truth that I want to share with you, which was, which was one of my most (laughs) profound, well, they're all profound. (laughs) The first truth was it really landed for me, really, really landed for me. So the first truth is soul union and soulmate love. And uh, I remember feeling like I was feeling like I was living my soul, living my soul purpose. So what I've come to experience that our desires and our ability to um, be in our desires is I feel in my body is largely a a feminine uh, energetic expression. So I'm sure I'll speak more into feminine and masculine energetics as we go. Um, Sexuality and uh, embodiment have been a large part of, um, of my journey and uh, amongst a lot of other different things. But to, to give you a little bit of context with the feminine, the feminine is, is the, the, the desire, the nurturing, the love, the, the, uh, the flow, the flow and the creation. Uh, yeah, the deep heart longing, the yearning, <laughs> the yearning. And the soul, I feel, in my own body is masculine, is the truth of, is the truth of masculine energy. And when these two marry up, this is when we're, this is when we're playing with fire. This is when we're really on it. 
And so what I thought I was doing was living my sole purpose, but it, it, it actually wasn't. I was living from what I thought it looked like, not what my heart, what my heart desired to be doing the truth of what my heart desired to be doing. And um, the way in which we can uh, be in what our heart desires to be doing is what is something that you would do no matter what that did not include anyone else? What is something that you love to do that you didn't need to be paid for, that lights you up to no end at all, that you could do hours upon hours upon hours of and never get sick of, that just, it's almost like you dissolve into something else when you do this thing. You, you, your whole entire body just simply go somewhere else. It's like you, you feel this feeling of aliveness or euphoria or freedom or absolute pleasure in a way that you could do forever. What are those things? And a lot of the times we can couple this with other people, but the true heart desire is the thing that does not include anyone else. And I say this because a lot of the times when it's connected to other people, the reason why we have to question it is because it can also come from a place of addiction, of needing other people's approval then or feedback to to give us appreciation, to give us um, their love as to how much they they loved it and and the experience of how much they they also love it, right? So we're kind of addicted to that uh, to that appreciation and that approval and that response from the other person, and this is more of an addiction rather than a, uh, a deep, deep heart desire. So what do I mean by soul union? So what I mean by soul union is, like I said before, our heart desires, those deep heart desires, first and foremost, being acknowledged because this can be a big thing in itself to place our hand on our heart and feel into, oh, what would that thing be? And a lot of the times this connects back into what we used to love doing as children. Um, yeah, I know for myself, I really love, I love to sing. I love music. I love, I, I get lit up by movement, by by moving, by adventuring, by exploring. I remember when I was a little girl, I used to climb trees and ride bikes and, you know, play the, play the piano and sing and dance. And I, I loved it. I loved it so much. And, um, you know, these are, these are ways in which we can tell what our deep heart desires are. So, placing a hand on your heart and connecting back into what that actually is for you. And sometimes this can actually be trial and error. Sometimes it can be, maybe it's this thing and then going out and trialing it and seeing if it actually works and seeing how you feel as you do it. And if it actually brings you more energy and joy in doing it, then you can know that it's that it's one of truth. Uh, if If it brings you or others um, harm or, um, feeling, you know, you don't feel really good, then maybe it's, um, it's overcloaked with something else. So connecting into our heart's desires and then expressing that out in the world. So this is where the soul piece comes in and this is where our purpose comes in. 
When we truly let ourselves express those heart's desires out into the world, we are allowing ourselves to be closer to our purpose, to really, truly live on purpose, to really, truly live in alignment with our soul. And sometimes this actually does not look like a big career. Sometimes this actually does not look like a family that we thought we wanted. Sometimes this might actually just be the beauty and the joy, the sheer delight of of dancing, of dancing in our room, of swimming in the ocean every single day. And then maybe others want to join us because a lot of the times what happens when we're in this place of alignment it will naturally attract people in. You will attract the people who are also in alignment with these truths. And this, this is where we begin to get closer to our own soul. But not only that, get closer to being in alignment and more, I want to say at one, more at one, more in union, in union, more in union with the divine, with God, with the truth of us. And I, I say God and I say the divine, and these are just labels. So Use whatever you would like to use when it comes to these words, but it's the truth of the, the creator, what created us, the truth of what we actually know deep in our hearts. It's not something, not some story we've been told or educated on. It's not some big man who sits up in the clouds. It is the energy, the energy of, I believe anyway, it is the energy that we feel when we are in those moments that are so incredibly opening and enriching and enlivening to our heart and our soul that it simply cracks us wide open and sometimes there might even be tears, sometimes there might be deep breaths, but it's, it's like you feel so overjoyed with how 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 high you feel, essentially. And so what I've witnessed from this soul union, because this is what I believe we're all craving, is to come back home to this. To come back home to this. And it's like a wellspring in our bodies, a wellspring. It feels like for me, like I am, like I've completely and entirely surrendered everything, anything that I was carrying, didn't know I was carrying. And I've fallen back into this pool of absolute, pure, euphoric love. And it almost feels like the love of a father figure, but amplified, amplified. It's this deep knowing that we're always okay, we're always led, we're always, we're always held, loved. And I remember, so this is where I feel it rolls into soulmate love. And I, I believe wholeheartedly that every single human being on this planet has a soulmate. I truly do. And I believe it's what we all actually yearn for. 
and not only yearn for, but know it is available. And if you're sitting here uh, listening to this and you're like, no, Lauren, I don't, I don't agree with that. I stopped agreeing with that as well. And I'd shut down to the possibility and the potential of that being true so much that I was actually shutting myself off to, to love and to what I knew was truth. And I remember having an experience in a conversation with a man. <laughs> I'll never forget it. I remember being in conversation with him and dropping to my knees on my kitchen floor because I felt it was I felt the absolute truth in what I had always known and I remember saying to him I've always known you existed always and it was like a part of my heart was found the deepest it was like this treasure chest that had been buried deep in the core of my heart that I'd forgotten where I buried it and had just left it and all of a sudden this human being had found this treasure chest and it had my most prized possessions and dreams and hopes and feelings and all of it, all of it was sitting there and I'd forgotten. But I'll never forget the feeling of knowing that this is truth, a recognition of this this human being, this human being's energy. It was as if I'd tasted my own soul and... I will go on to share more around this, I'm sure, but it was an experience that I will never, ever, ever forget and I will, it's only grown since. And this is why I believe wholeheartedly in soul union, at one with God and soulmate love that the very thing we are seeking is to truly liberate ourselves in the absolute pleasure of our deepest heart's yearnings and our deepest, deepest desires. And so this takes me to the next step, which is, what is the next step? One of the beautiful things that I witnessed with my own journey throughout the way was my devotion, my devotion to my heart. And my devotion to my heart led me to this this place. And I had no idea, but I just remember thinking, what's next? How do I keep walking? What is this next thing? Where am I next being guided? What is the next step that is calling me maybe into a place that I don't know of, but that feels really right? And when we ask this question, so what I've come to witness is every single person that I've worked with, including myself, my own experience, our heart what our heart desires has already been sent out to the world. The world already knows where all these things are that we yearn for, that we yearn for. And our very job is to A, have faith in this, devote ourselves to this path. 
if we truly, truly want what we want, then it is, it is a, it is a journey. It really is a surrendering to the path and a devotion, a deep devotion to what we know is true and a faith. And then waiting, allowing ourselves to be present to what we feel, what our heart feels, what brings us alive, where our heart's guiding us, and then moving from that place. And as I said before, we can know we all have this longing on our heart and it's it's like this yearning, this yearning in our heart, this longing for what we know to be true, because it's actually the very essence and the purity of us. It's it is it is the birthplace of us. It is the most purest form of of us. It that's that's what we're aching for. So we connect into our true desires and we couple this with faith. And then we take action on each little step that comes. And this has to eventually lead us to what we deeply desire, to our liberation. It has to. I know it to be true. So that's all I'm going to say on the second one. And the third one really lights me up, which is probably the overarching theme of this whole entire experience and journey that I have really, truly been on. It's been the absolute, oh, the deepest liberation that I have ever, ever experienced. And that is the gift of this human body the pleasure, the sheer pleasure of being in this human body. And for a large part of my life, I disconnected from my body and I disconnected because I didn't want to feel the really, really crap things about me that were potentially, uh, you know, my, my shadows. I didn't want to feel that. I didn't want to feel the fact that I was hurting people potentially, that I was letting people down, that I was disappointing people. I didn't want to feel the pain of rejection. I didn't want to feel the pain of feeling unloved, the pain of abandonment. I didn't want to feel any of that. I didn't want to feel my guilt, my shame. I didn't want to feel any of that. So I disconnected from my body. But what I realized with that was that sooner or later, this will catch up to us. It will catch up to us because we cannot move through this life. And this is like I said in my uh, first part at the beginning, we cannot move through this life without it creating a physical manifestation. How do you think life How do you think everything in life came into form? Through its intention, through its its thought and through its desire to express itself out into the world. Well, sometimes those desires, those desires, desire to express themselves out into the world, the energy of those creations desire to be expressed in a way that it, it it wants to be expressed. It wants to be heard. It's simply energy that wants to be heard and expressed out into the world. And when we suppress it and don't feel it, we it, it comes through physically in our physical body. And so this brought me to intimacy and the relationship with our physical body being the one of absolute priority. Pleasure is our birthright. Pleasure is our birthright. It's what we're here for. We are here to experience everything in life. (laughs) 
everything. I want it all. I want to experience everything that life has to offer me. Every single thing that exists in this world. I want to feel in my body. I want to feel it running through my veins. I want to feel it running through my body. I want to feel it. Everything. And the more intimate that we are with ourselves, the more we create a relationship with our body, this includes our senses, our feelings, our emotions, our mind patterns, in order to truly receive the fullest potentiality of, of pleasure available in every moment, we must have a, a, a relationship with our physical body and, and ourselves, but also the ability to truly allow allow ourselves to feel comfortable in that and to really feel comfortable in that, no matter what it brings us. Because when we shut down our pleasure, when we shut this down, we shut down our passion and we shut down our heart. And as I said before, the way in which we can allow ourselves to truly begin to reignite contact with this is through our childlike self. So this is the starting point. And what we're doing is we're actually creating more and more reference points in our body for it being okay to actually feel really good, really good. Because the things that that we all desire are a really big heart soul. It's, it's like everything, everything, world. It, and that's, that's almost like what I feel we're asking is how do I fit the world in the experience of my human body? <laughs> how do I do that? Everything that exists in this world, how do, how do I fit it in to how do I run it through the experience of this human? That's a big ask. That's a big ask. <laughs> And it's not impossible. It's not impossible. And I believe that it is, it is absolutely and entirely possible. So to leave you with something, the three biggest pieces is soul union leads to our soulmate and the only way we can be in soul union is to be in alignment with the deepest truth that is available. The truth that in every single moment, how do we speak truth? How do we act truth? How do we be in truth? Truth. And we know it. And the more we actually choose it, the, the more integral we become, the more it builds the muscle of actually being in it. And we can feel it, right? When we tell little white lies, this is not truth. This is completely out of integrity. We might think it's only a small thing, but the small things actually add up to bigger things. So our responsibility always is how do I tell the truth, even if it might feel a little bit unnerving, even if it might shake me a little bit. What you'll find is that it actually brings you home to to everything that you have ever felt existed. Which is the feeling of God, of the divine pouring through your body. Your purest, most truest expression and self. And this is a purity of love, love of the divine, God's love. This is, this is God's love. And number three is pleasure is our birthright. The only way that we can ever experience all of this 
is to know ourselves so intimately that we're then able to be in the experience of everything that's coming in and to then from that place, imagine sharing that out into the world. Imagine sharing that with everyone around us. That, who wouldn't want to be around that? And what you might find arise along the way is, is you know, what, what I have found is that we, you know, we bump up against these things that feel a little bit uncomfortable. And this is where we need to display humility. Our ability to humble ourselves to the truth of what we feel in our body is what will lead us to love, is what allows us to open ourselves to absolute freedom and the purest of love and to access the full body pleasure of that. This is true liberation. I look forward to sharing the rest of this journey with you all. And I am so excited to, um, to, be, sharing, to be sharing all of this with you. It has completely, completely and entirely changed my life, the way that I live, the way that I love. And it's completely and entirely shifted everyone else around me in, in ways that I only dreamt of and deeply desired, uh, but never knew it would come through this way. And this is the, this is the, this is the pleasant surprise of allowing ourselves to have faith, to trust in our hearts, pulls and desires and allow ourselves to be led by the pure divinity of love and of God and of something bigger, knowing where what we yearn for is being kept. This is our pathway to liberation. And I honor your heart, your soul, and your spirit. And the courage that you display as you join me on this journey. I'm so delighted you're here and I can't wait to share it with you. Thank you for joining me on the Liberate podcast. Remember, deep unbridled pleasure, love and freedom is your absolute birthright. If you've loved this episode, head to Apple Podcast or iTunes, subscribe, rate and review this podcast. Join me next time for another wildly liberating and deeply enriching conversation. See you then.